Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. Say hey. Hi. That was my wife. And now... It is time to get into... The... Guard on Patrol segment. Go ahead and take it away, Sean. Uh, hey, everybody. What's up, all my party people? So, uh... I'm extremely tired right now. I'm at work. And I'm about to start foot patrol. Haven't lit my cigar yet. Make sure I get the keys. Alright, cool. So... I have a rather weird predicament going on with me right now. So I got bit by a poisonous spider here recently. Uh, I think it was last weekend. And uh, I had already either I'd already done the podcast or maybe I failed to mention it in the podcast. I don't know, something like that. I know I haven't talked about it as far as I remember I didn't talk about it in the podcast so good old factory smoke I haven't had one of these since Florida factory smoke sweet it's a Maduro I can't say I haven't had a sweet cigar in quite a while. 
but I haven't had a, um, I mean, recently I tried Trader Jack's, and that was good. Anyway, um, as you can tell, as I've already said, actually, I'm really fucking tired right now. I was awake most of the day. I worked 12 hours last night, and I worked 12 hours tonight. Right now, close to being finished with a 12-hour shift. And I slept for maybe a couple... Slept for a couple hours this morning. My wife woke me up. We went to a, um... Went to the magical market like a couple hours before okay it was three in the afternoon by the time we got home three something in the afternoon I had to start getting ready for work around five I didn't end up actually getting any sleep until about four in the afternoon didn't end up waking up until about 5.30, 5.45, so I had to rush to get ready for work and all that, so anyway, so I'm in a bit of a odd predicament with my hand, one of my hands, um, Last Saturday or last Sunday, one of those two days, I, uh, when I had woken up, uh, my hand was hurting, my arm, my, my, uh, hand felt real bad. I was in a lot of pain. And I noticed on the back of my wrist, uh, I had a mark, big whelp. I had been bit by a uh, spider. I didn't see it happen, but I I know it was a spider. There's not very many creatures. drop on me, and spiders are one of them. I 
I got bit by a spider. It's a poisonous spider, and I have poison running through my hand. And, uh, a lot of pain in it. So, I'm like, fuck it. If it kills me, it kills me. Nothing has happened so far. It stings like a bitch every day. Like it really stings. And um, I have cut the cut the welt open multiple times and got both pus. poison out of my out of my wrist and the reason why I know I've gotten poison out of my wrist is because it was tinged green like an odd light green like most of it was washed with uh, poison with a most of the poison was washed with uh, not it's weird because it's like a really light tinge and when I say really light tinge I mean so such such a light tinge that you would expect it to actually be see-through but uh, most of what I get out of it is pus but there is also um, that light tinge of green. So I... I've been getting a little bit of poison out all the time. But, uh... exactly feel good so the odd predicament that I'm in the odd part of this predicament is recently I've noticed a pain throughout the rest of my wrist and my hand now let me explain earlier pains earlier pains was it would go through my hand and sting throughout my hand for short intervals and then stop but uh recently it's been staying like my hand is almost always in pain and uh that becomes a problem because it fucking hurts and when I'm in pain it pisses me off I've been fighting the urge for the last week to get into a fight with somebody. Just because I have a little bit of pain in my hand. But.
This is where the odd segment comes in. So the rest of my wrist started hurting. So it was usually, it was mostly just the back of my hand and the, mostly just the back of my hand, my palms and fingers, or my palm and fingers, but not my wrist itself. Like, the wrist would hurt on the back side, not the front. It would start, like, a little below where the palm started. And it would sit, sit in the area, and it would sting, and it would sting, and it would sting. And then it would stop for a little while. But it's just been sitting there for the longest Today I realized my hand was a little more swollen than it should be, because it had been swollen for days now. And uh, I noticed that my hand was a little more swollen than usual. And um, so I'm like, fuck, this hurts like a bitch. But more importantly, I let it go and try and do my thing. And, uh, I noticed that there was a little more pain, and the pain is spread just a little bit. And I can clench my fist, but it hurts to clench my fist. And I can feel... All the muscles in my arms start to tighten up when I clench. And I know what that entails for me. For some reason, somehow, I sprained my wrist dealing with this damn thing. And I know, I understand exactly how I did that because my wrist is weird. Um, I need to pop it quite often to make it, uh, to make the feeling of it being, uh, uh, what's the word? My wrists will feel, um, tight. It'll get stiff. And I have to pop the wrist a certain way to get it to stop to get it to relax and so I'd have to do that more often because the inside of my hand is literally swollen on the back end and on the front end at this point it's swollen all around so I'd have to to do that just so I could move my wrist a little bit and then every time I move my wrist it hurt so with all that I know about myself and how my body reacts when certain things happen I happen to know for a fact I sprained my wrist and it's because I popped my wrist so much trying to get it to calm down so I'm in an odd predicament. 
because I have a I have a poison poison bite on my on my wrist. And I've sprained it. So now when I get home from work, I need to wrap my wrist. going to be doing the main podcast, the main segment tonight, I'm going to be doing it Sunday, Sunday night, before it has to begin, so I will see you guys later, Sean is going over to you for the main segment, my party people, I'll see you next week on the, uh, Guard on Patrol segment. Ah, hey there, my party people. So, how's it going, everybody? Excuse me, shut up. Anyway, so my hand is swollen twice the size that it should be. Like It's three times the size of my other hand. Um, yeah, it's it's getting bad. Really?
I want to find no sleep there we go I'm gonna do another no sleep story because the no sleep stories seem to do pretty well sounds interesting but let's see how long it is first oh wow it's a long one the live face reveal of my favorite youtuber what I saw will always haunt me I come from a small mining town in Arizona where there is not a lot to do except hike it was a good but boring area to grow up. Our population was small with little to no crime. My father owned the quarry. The, the quarry. Where a lot of... Where'd it go? My father owned the quarry where a major... Where, where a majority of the community's ec economy, economic strengths came from. He left me a sizable inheritance after he passed away. I bought a truck and a house out in the plains with a basketball court and a pool. There was the... That was the sole extent of my lavish spending, but it was all I needed. Unless you count pizza, I don't have many vices to blow my fortune on. I've never been an avid party goer. Luckily, like a lot of people my age, 
one indulgence I did have was watching YouTube. Urban exploration became a most searched category of mine from 2009 on. I became a subscriber of a content creator and urbex vlogger named Isolation Infinity. He kept himself anonymous and did not show his face. He used footage of the haunts he went into as captured by the body cam strapped to his chest his voice bar- his voice's bar- baritone became a signature element of the channel he traveled all over the world and went into many chilling places these included Vacant hospitals, asylums, morgues, the train stations, he even stumbled upon a murder in progress once. A homeless man had stomped another transient to death in a farmhouse. He uploaded edited parts of it. He, he uploaded edited parts of it out this was a controversial decision it almost resulted in a lifetime ban for him from the platform the clips did help law enforcement later on nonetheless He was also he was also arrested a few times for trespassing on famous estates the Houdini mansion in Los Angeles was one of them but none of his fans held him held this against him he respected we respected him for being willing to get in, into trouble with the law in pursuit of the next viral video late last year isolation infinity announced he was going to have a live face reveal It was only going to be for his patrons, i.e. those who gave money to his Patreon account. I contributed funds to it on a monthly basis. I viewed his I viewed him as a pioneer of his entertainment.
I.e. those who gave money to his Patreon account. Uh, I viewed him as a pioneer of his niche, of his entertainment niche, and did not mind sparing a little change. He emailed me and told me I was one of a dozen allowed to attend the live event. Hang on, I gotta... Scratch my wrist and scratch my side and stuff like that. Scratches. He emailed me and told me I was one of a dozen allowed to attend the live event. He further stated it would be in a password protected chat room. He also promised an exclusive video which would not take which would not make it onto the public video lineup. I was more interested in the latter than the former. I never cared what his appearance was since I already had a vision of someone my age. In their mid to late 20s, it was hard to convince me he looked... Where did I... It was hard to convince me he looked any different from the picture in my mind in my mind's eye. Still, I was not going to turn down the chance to find out. Being able to brag to his diehard followers who did not get the ex- get to experience it would be worth it alone. The night of the scheduled face reveal, I booted up my PC. I kicked back on a lounge chair in the second story room of my in in the second story room of my house, which I was or which which was my entertainment space. It was complete with video game consoles and my beloved Alienware computer in an opened bag of pepper jerky and a bottle of ginger ale sat next to me sat next to my keyboard I went into my email. The password was in my in- inbox. 
I followed the link that led me to the video of a room with nothing in it but a red wall with a baby blue frame. Oh man, this feels like one of those red room kind of things right now. If you don't know what a red room is, a red room is usually one of those rooms they make snuff videos and stuff like that in. Snuff videos meaning they kill people for another person's entertainment. Really, they get their own entertainment out of it, too, but... It's for an audience's entertainment. I followed the link, it led to a, it led me to, it led me to the video of a red room, of, of a room, a room with nothing in it but a red wall with a baby blue frame. The caption, Isolation Infinity will be on shortly rested at the bottom of the screen i expected a home studio and instead i got what appeared to be some guys uh, to be someone's dingy basement in need of a new coat of paint what bothered me the most was the sound of heavy machinery whirling whirring in the in the background it wrote I wrote it off as bad plumbing. A man came into the came into the frame. He was slim and wore a trench trench coat with maroon buttons on it. On its front, he reached down, grabbed the lens of the camera, and shifted it upward. The familiar voice we all, we had all grown fond, uh, fond of, started to count down. Are you ready to see who I am? Isolation Infinity asked. One, two, three, four. At five, he hoisted it upwards and pointed it at his face. I froze. He looked nothing like what I had visualized. He was hairless, emaciated, pale, and had marble black eyes. 
he reminded me of Werner Kraus or Kraus from the old German 1920 film The Cabinet of Dr. Calgary Caligari his mouth hung open and his mouth hung open and tilted to the side as if he could not control the movement of his jaw the most alarming thing to me is was not how his features were not flattering that explained why that explained why he valued valued being off camera for most of his career what upset me the most in the begin in in the beginning was how the disparity of his perceived age made me feel lied to he always told his fans he was a young man like most of his demographic the individual before me on the screen was in his 50s at the earliest I have been fantasizing about broadcasting this for a long time. He said as he he said as he licked his lips. You have made this possible and so I need to show my appreciation by giving thanks in the most sincere way I know how. He moved the camera to the left and I could not believe what I saw. A woman in her 30s sat on a grimy floor, her head down from evident exhaustion. Rusted chains circled her arms. She wore a she wore a tattered black top as though someone's knife or nails had been had left wounds on portions of her torso stains were on her clothes she she had spent time in the dirty er, she had spent time in the dirt fighting someone or clawing her way out of a soiled embankment before this Say something, he ordered her. Tell them you can't wait. You you can't wait. Tell them you can't wait to die. The blades of a chainsaw came into view. And its motor revved. She whimpered with pain. And when she tried to murmur something... I saw blood drip from her mouth. 
I dragged the mouse cursor over the right hand side of the screen to see how many people were were in the chat. The answer I received left me weak. No one else was there but me. The others had either left or were never there to begin with. And I was too stupid to notice until then. My heartbeat increased as I tried to close the window out. I could not. The X symbol on the right hand side was visible but unless or was visible but useless it was like it was like every virus infected pop-up ad you could not escape from what isolated infinity asked you don't like it, Mark. Everything I do is to make my most devoted subscribers happy. A chill ran, or a chill ran through me. He knew my name. It took me a second to realize he had gotten it through my membership to his Patreon. The fact that he was aware of how I was his only viewer worried me was I going to be the sole witness to a barbaric act of murder calm down I reassured myself this is an elaborate prank he's recording right now he's wearing scary Hollywood makeup and she's an actress this is all for the sake of getting more views. The chainsaw has to be a prop brought uh, bought off Etsy.com. Still my hand inched forward. Uh, still my hand inched towards the phone to call 911. The way the woman expressed her misery in the in the moment was all too convincing. I held my device close closer to my ear. I wouldn't do that if I was you, Mark. He stared right right at the screen for a moment. His eyes making perfect contact with mine. Can he see me? He lifted the chainsaw above the woman's head. He brought it down with a noise from his... He brought it down with a noise from his throat. Which sounded like a cross between a scream and a laugh. A fountain of gore spurted out. The lens got hit with crimson bubbles. He cackled as he cackled as I unplugged my computer I carried it downstairs to my car and drove to the nearest police station 
I filled out an incident report in an office with with a dying lamp and a and the scowl of a detective face facing me. He looked as though he would have rather been anywhere else but at work. For the first two hours there, I I had to convince them that I was not cra- uh, not a crazy person. They thought I was there to waste their time with a fanciful tale of my correspondence with some creep. I hope it I hope it was all a hoax, I said. If this is not real, no one would be no one would be happier about it than me. Here's my computer. See if you can't trace where he's at in case it I gagged before I could complete my thought. The idea of it being authentic was overwhelming. They were cybercrime they they had a they had cybercrimes go over everything and a few days later I got my PC back. It took about a week before I received a call from someone working the case. She was a homicide investigator named Samantha Brown. We found the killer was streaming from a bunker in Virginia, she said. It's an old fallout shelter abandoned since... Wait. It took about a week before I received a call from someone working the case. She was a homicide investigator named Samantha Brown. We found the killer... Was stre- we found the killer was streaming from a bunker in Virginia. She said, It's an old fallout shelter abandoned since the Cold War. He calls himself the I-73 Butcher. Since that highway is his preferred route, he uses it as a screen name on the dark web infinity isolation is a serial killer I asked feeling a knot in my stomach no she said the real isolation infinity is someone else this maniac poses as famous people he uses a combination of tools including voice altering software and encrypted Wi-Fi he hacks into their accounts he gets a thrill out of making complete strangers watch his acts of terror his tech savvy ways 
also allow him to control other people's webcams. And we we don't know how many he has breached. He is on several. He is he is on several most wanted lists of different agencies. We have never found out what he looks like. The faces he uses on those terrible live streams are prosthetics. He was. He has maintained stringent. An anonymity and avoided the news circle I'm sorry you I'm sorry you saw such torment the good part is you turning in your computer helped us at least find out his last known whereabouts the scenes the scenes searched and we have some evidence. He's still out there somewhere for now. I went to bed that night with a host of emotions. I felt violated by a complete monster that sabotaged my privacy. Moreover, I felt dumb for I felt dumb for getting swindled. I still feel shivers over the fact that he is not apprehended word of what happened got to the real isolation infinity who has as of late deleted his entire channel many speculated on how victims mistaking him for an insane person perturbed him Sometimes as I lay my head down and drift off to sleep, I hear a noise by my window. I jump up and think it is a chainsaw. Thus far, it has it has been a neighbor's lawnmower every time. I hope it stays that way. And dude, absolutely enjoyed that that whole thing like that was good um but uh yeah oh we're at 35 minutes 
And maybe I have time for another short one. That's a long one. not that long should be able to read this one within the next 15 or so minutes somewhere between 15 to 25 minutes it should take me so this one is called can someone tell me what's happening to my dad Hi, I'm making this post to reach out for some help or advice. I don't know what the fuck has been going on these last few days, but my life is completely changing and I have no idea what to do. I woke up to my alarm at 6, in the, at six o'clock in the morning. 6 o'clock a.m to get ready for school. I brush my teeth, take a shower, and do what any ordinary 16-year-old does before heading to school. I get done at around I get done at around 6:30 and walk out walk out to get my dad to drop me to drop me off to school. My dad's normally sipping coffee and watching the news at this time, but I walk out to absolute silence. He was super out of the ordinary. It was super out of the ordinary. My dad is a big morning person, and not seeing him was super weird to me. I check his I check his room and there is no sign of him anywhere. I proceed to try to call him to see where the fuck he he's at. I call him only for it to go straight to voicemail. I have no clue what to do at this point. I would call my mom but I haven't seen her in eight years and she's been a deadbeat ever since I was little not having a ride or anyone to call I sit and hope my dad is getting breakfast or maybe at the gym 
I go back to get some some more sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. And panic because six hours have passed. And I've already missed half my classes. I call my dad ten more times just for him to not answer. I begin panicking at this point and call my aunt. She didn't answer. With no one else to call, I proceed to take the whole day off and try to calm myself down. My dad is really the only person I have and I begin thinking the worst. It's 6 p.m. now. My dad has been missing for the whole day. No text back. No calls. No sign of him anywhere. At this point, I really wanted to call the cops, but at the same time, it wasn't really an emergency because he normally gets off work at 8 p.m. and I don't waste I don't want to waste the officer's time. p.m. is when I finally see my dad in the driveway in his Honda Civic. A huge wave of relief flowed through my body. I opened the door and ran out to him to give him a huge hug. It's always been me and my dad and just seeing the person I love the most gave me a huge wave of relief. Where have you been, Dad? I had I didn't go to I didn't go to school and I was worried sick. He responded with two words, I'm sorry. Now it now it may not seem creepy or weird, but there was something so fucking sinister the way he said those two words. His blank fucking face and those fucking eyes his eyes looked so fixed on me his eyes had no expression just a blank fucking stare I was so uncomfortable the stare and his face oh my fucking god his face The only thing I can relate his face to is in the video, in the video, Obey the, Obey the Walrus. The blank fucking stare. Please, if you have the time, watch Obey the Walrus and skip to the end when you could see the woman's facial expression. That's the only way I can explain this. We go inside and I go to my room. I have no clue why I did this, but I locked the door. I felt terrified. 
I felt as if he was a home intruder. His presence is different. I feel like I need to defend myself. I don't know... Sorry. I feel like I need to defend myself. I know it's my dad, but at the same time, though... Hell. What is my fucking dad? That is my fucking dad. I just know it. I'm chilling on my phone right now, writing this story locked in my room. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was interesting. So, <laughs> best comments. Top comment is he's probably just preparing to go get to go get some milk from the store. You see, this is a dangerous trek that all fathers must face at some at least once in their lifetimes. Unfortunately, some will never return from their venture, and those who do will undoubtedly be changed forever. Perhaps he already went to go perhaps he already went to get the milk and what you're seeing now is the twisted aftermath or perhaps he is just doing some sort of mental ritual to prepare his nerves for what lays ahead. <laughs> That's a bit much. And frogs are absolutely active tonight. We get it, you vape. Alright, we get it. I will not tolerate this kind of behavior, sir. Uh, somebody says, get out now. <laughs> it's a guy, um, he, uh, <laughs> says, uh, okay, Jelly8969. Another person, acceptable underscore grape. Says, please leave your house as soon as possible. Go to a safe place. Don't want to alarm you, but this man is not your father. That's a shapeshifter who got rid of your father and had taken his form. 
I mean, the way the character, the the way he des- describes the father as acting, yeah, it sounds like a shapeshifter to me. Um, but yeah, I I think we're just about out of time at this point. Uh, we're at forty-eight minutes into the main segment. I'm going to keep it going for a few more minutes here. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there's a couple cats going at it out there. <laughs> they are, they are trying to beat each other up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call it for the night. You guys have a good week, and I will see you next week. Next week will be, um... guard stories I'm gonna figure something out for doing them a little bit differently if I can I might end up just doing them the same way I normally do but I'm gonna see if I can do something different to keep y'all guys' attention get you some, some interesting stories anyway you all have a good one um I'm gonna give it over to Sean with the main or with the um not main segment with the uh, generic outro. And I will talk to y'all next week. Find my party people. Hey everybody. So. I hope you liked tonight's podcast. And uh. If you, uh, if you enjoyed this, and you are able to, I would hope that you would leave a like, wherever you hear it from. If you're able to like it, I hope you like I hope you press the like button, if they got one. Uh, just, um, just having, just having even one person listening, you know, makes my day, it makes my week. Uh, just doesn't make my whole week. <laughs> it makes my week, not my whole week. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, I, um, I hope that you guys, uh, enjoyed it and well 
I mean, uh, of course you enjoyed it. You wouldn't still be here if you didn't. Uh, so I will give you my opinions. The cigar is always good. And uh, I always enjoy talking to y'all and, and um, smoking a cigar while I do it. And of course, just throwing out my opinions is funny too. But, uh, yeah. Alright, well. As always, my uh, opinion is you should come back for more. Um, I don't know. I'm doing it weekly. So back for more next week I try to do it every Sunday if I can but sometimes my phone decides to be stupid um yeah alright you guys have a good one and I will see you next time bye my party people